Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. And so to Mesa we go to say good morning to Sean, who's now officially enrolled in Mark and Andrew Paul's middle school. Three questions, get two out of three correct. And Larry, the cable guy, tickets are yours, Sean. Good luck. All right. We are sponsored by Chapman Ford. Customer service is key at Chapman Ford. See for yourself just off the 101 at Indian School Road in Scottsdale. Now, Sean, the Boy Scouts of America have recently been in the news, so let's talk about the Boy Scouts, shall we? And merit badges specifically. Sean, which of these three can you not get a Boy Scout merit badge for? Automotive repair, fire safety, or making a hash pipe from a beer can or apple? Making a hash pipe from a beer can or apple. Still the most most serviceable skill. (laughs) All right, same question. You were correct, by the way. Which of these can you not get a Boy Scout merit badge for? Life-saving, chugging, or plumbing? Uh, chugging. Chugging is correct. Nice job. You're just tearing through this. Must be a Boy Scout. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Which of these can you not get a Boy Scout merit badge for? Motorboating, fly fishing, or Brazilian waxing? Let's go with Brazilian waxing. Yeah, let's go with Brazilian waxing. That is correct. Again, a skill that I'm sure if you could be prepared would work out for you later on in the future. Nice job, Sean. You you scored there three in a row. Hang with us. All right. Yep, there you go. Yep. You know, actually, if you are very skilled at Brazilian waxing, you can be named a bald eagle scout. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, that's a that's a very that's one of those. That's Just like so secret, you know, it's like the secret menu at In and Out Burger. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah you don't, they don't talk about it. Exactly. That's the first rule of bald eagle scouting: is you don't talk about bald <laughs> right. eagle scouting. And uh, in case you missed it, the the ball the uh, Boy Scouts of America declared bankruptcy yesterday, and this is sort of all in preparation to handle like. Thousands of lawsuits. Thousands of lawsuits that are coming their way over sexual assault and so forth. And bankruptcy courts allow, I guess, if you're if you're in a legal situation, if you have a lawsuit against you, if you claim bankruptcy and you're in reorganization, all of that stuff stops for now. So it's just a defensive mechanism. I I don't understand what they're doing. Right. Yeah. There's a reason. Sort of a weirdness there. So if you're if you're a a a Boy Scout today, you might want to polish up your helmets. Mark and Neanderthal. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Yeah, uh, you know, this is that part of the week where uh, we try to bring neighborhoods a little bit closer together. And by closer together, we mean just try to introduce you to some people you may or may not be aware of in your neighborhood, like uh, like Speed Racer. Now, Speed Racer isn't a guy that races around my neighborhood. He's a guy that has remote-controlled cars, and he rolls, he shoots those around the neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, so that's his Speed Racer. Because I, I can hear the whine of the electric motor at like 11 o'clock at night. Very much like Gladys Kravitz, Crazy Cat Lady. Every neighborhood probably has a Speed Racer, right, somebody exactly. who drives too fast through the neighborhood, yeah, that kind mine, of thing. Yeah, but mine is a different kind of speed yep. racer. He's yep. see, he's RC speed racer because I'm not sure he has his driver's license or not because <laughs> he drives around with his parents too. We just had another guy call and said, you know, one of their neighborhood nicknames they have is the stay-at-home son. Okay, because there's this this older couple in the neighborhood and their son, who's obviously old enough to work but doesn't, okay, is around all the time. All so right. he's sense. he's their stay-at-home son. So you got a, nick, a nickname for us? I do. My husband and I have nicknames our neighbors, Peggy Hill. 
Peggy Hill. Why is that? Because she looks just like her. The hair, the glasses, everything. Darn it. She dresses. Peggy Hill. <laughs> Peggy Hill from King of the Hill, King of, of the Hill, course. Yeah. I think it's a sexy look myself. Uh, yeah, it's that be- sort of beehive hairdo with the, with the, <laughs> the rim glasses. i got to tell you, I'm into that. <laughs> yeah, no. That really gets it moving. Uh, yep, I'll, I'll tell you, my propane tank is full <laughs> and warm. But the flame is high and blue. You've, you've got one for us. <laughs> Go ahead. I do. His name is Frankenstein because he drives oh. around the green sports car and his head always bobbles because he's always like, I don't know, either drunk or on heavy medication. What? Because what? he looks like Frankenstein. His head is always bobbling around. He can't keep his neck still. He's got floppy hair, kind of a square head. Is there a scar on the forehead, though? I mean, That's yeah, the are important there, are there part. Bolt, are there uh, bolts on the neck? There's, bolts in the neck. An outfit that never changes. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, uh, an ill-fitting suit jacket. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. I don't know. Are they wearing, uh, you know, the kiss boots on their feet? <laughs> That's right. I mean, yeah, I, need, just, I need a little bit more for the yeah, Frankenstein one. That was the scariest thing about Frankenstein. Horrible sense of fashion. Yes, exactly. And it never yes. changed his outfit. Yeah, so. and not much of a talker. No. No. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Can I can I ask a question in Vince real quick? You can absolutely ask a question. I have been living in my backyard in my tent for about 12 days now waiting huh? for home renovations that I wanted. Yes, I cannot complain about it. It's self-inflicted pain. However, right. <laughs> with that being said, I've been recluse from the world. I'm cold, I'm tired, and apparently I'm sad. My husband called me to tell me some very bad news. Is it true Ozzy's tour is canceled? It is. Yes. Oh, my God. Gosh, I had my tickets and everything. Okay, thank you. I just wanted to confirm that before I try to see about a refund or what they're doing about. Are you going to go back to your tent now? (laughs) (laughs) I have no choice. I'm waiting for the towel guys to come finish. (laughs) Yes, we're almost there. We're in the long stretch. I think I've got maybe two more days. (laughs) All right, then. So you've been sleeping out there at night and everything? I have, even when it was 35 Ooh. and 38 out there with my daughter and my no. animal. Nope. <laughs> my wow. husband said, no, he, he came and stuck inside in the dust. I couldn't sleep in it. <laughs> All right. Well, sorry about Ozzy. You have a great morning. Oh, thank <laughs> you so much. You as well. That is something. That is an extreme reaction to not having to deal with the dust in your house when yeah. tile guys working. Usually when you have renovations done, some arrangements are made so you can stay in the house somewhere or you or yeah you put like a plastic bag over the door so yeah. there's no dust that doesn't yeah absolutely that yeah like all, that. most contractors do yeah, that, that so uh, unless you have like a, a re- unless you have a really awesome tent yeah, that you want to use that. that you feel bad that you haven't used it's been sitting in the garage yeah, yeah, so it's very possible sure. maybe that's her deal We need to take time out and recognize stupidity. And, oh, boy, is there an abundance of it? Yes, there is, he asked rhetorically. It's time for the Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day. You know what? We had one scheduled, but we're calling it an audible here. Why? Why are you doing that? Yeah, because it's such a fun story. It just popped up here. And we're going to Louisville, Kentucky, home of former pro wrestling manager James Cornette. Ah. Louisville, Kentucky, where we meet Justin Carter. Sounds like he should be in a boy band, doesn't he? It does sound like that, yeah. Justin Carter, he was wearing a surgical mask this past Saturday night. Well, maybe he doesn't want to catch the coronavirus. Very possible. Yeah, that's that's becoming a little more common than you think. Might have been a side benefit for him, but he had it on for other reasons. He was hiding his face. Oh. 
That's why. also why he had his hoodie pulled down over his head. Well, you're not going to be able to see if you do that. Well, he didn't have it all the way. He had some uh, He had some sight. Okay. Then Justin stormed into a Raisin Cane's restaurant. Oh, good chicken. And he was not worried about whether or not he was going to get a six-piece or a nine-piece. It's delicious stuff. It's all delicious, yeah. Love that sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Justin had a gun and was demanding money. Give me the money. Yeah. And although, this... although it sounded like this. Because <laughs> he had something over his mouth. Yeah, the surgical mask on. Yeah. Uh, but this was actually a, a pretty good situation for him because there was nobody else at the counter at that point. There was right. a lull in the activity in the right. restaurant. Sure. And only one table was occupied with a couple who was eating. Oh, right, yeah. So they're not paying attention. They're enjoying some beautiful, tasty Raisin Cane's chicken. Well, they were, but they, they were paying attention, though. Sadly for Justin, the oh, uh, the married couple at the table right. were both off-duty police officers. Wow, of all the Raisin Cane's in all of Louisville, Kentucky, <laughs> for Dr. Justin to walk into. Yes, exactly. Um, they were wearing street clothes, so he didn't know, but they're each carrying. And a situation like this is just, for them, it's just the, you know, the training, the repetition. It sure. all kicks right in. They I knew exactly. Quick conference. They knew exactly what to do. Justin was completely outnumbered and taken by surprise. And after a short foot chase through the streets of downtown Louisville, Kentucky. Stop or I'll shoot. <laughs> and you know what the police officer, the husband, you know what his first name is? Justin. Chase. No, it isn't. His name is Chase. Of course it is. So Why he, wouldn't it be? So he excels in this sort of thing. You would think. he was able, Him and his wife, Nicole McCown, were able to track down Justin and arrested him. They were out on date night, date night by the way. You know, you got to wonder, though. I mean, does that adrenaline now pay off a little later on in the bedroom, or are they too tired? It, I, I don't know. Because, yeah. you know, yeah. they're like, you know, I don't want to work together with you all the time. But this was kind of cool. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Nice deal. Justin Carter, you picked the wrong Raisin Cane's, buddy. That makes you the Mark and Neanderthal. Paul, dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you ever told. <laughs> All right. So, the dumbass is sponsored by Roadrunner Harley Davidson. You can find them now open at 159th Avenue in McDowell, and you'll see the story at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. All right. It's Mark and Paul. We're at full strength today. Paul yeah. is here. It, it, one wisdom tooth did not keep him keep him down. <laughs> no. you know, a lot of people were saying, "Oh man, there's no way you're going to be back into work tomorrow." But I, like I said, when I had mine out, I don't remember it being that serious a deal. That would I, I did it on a Friday, so I, I would I had the next couple of days off anyway. But everybody says, and, and it's funny because everybody said, "A, uh, you're not going to come into work the next day," and even the the dental like post operative instructions say, uh, "Try not to do any strenuous activity." Uh, for the next five to seven days, I'm like, well, well, I might as well come to work. Exactly. Because <laughs> you should stay at work. It, that'll, that'll really keep you from, you know, from from straining yourself. Yeah, my dentist wasn't that bad. I mean, I wasn't this happy. He cleans me. <laughs> he flosses me. His instrument's alive in my mouth. No. <laughs> No, but Alameda Dental, that's where I went to, is the Alameda Dental people. They're right. over on Rural Road. They're awesome, and I've never had a bad experience there. Like, everybody talks about what a horror show the dentist is, but the dentist wasn't bad at all. Now, when they put the Novocaine in, did you do you sound a little bit like this? Well, he said I got to cut off the Skittles. <laughs> Looks like he gave me some Novocaine. Oh, I'm loaded. <laughs> well, uh, it's funny you say that, um, because they did. They, they uh, I want to say, three needles, three needles directly into the gums. So enjoy your breakfast. I'm sure that you can feel that as soon as I say it, you, you can feel it. He goes, little pinch, 
little pinch. Boop, oh yeah, little pinch. Yeah, and then uh, well, first they do the Q-tip, three, three shots, same needle. Yeah, yeah. but the the the, the uh, they do the Q-tip thing to numb the gum. Yes, they do. And then they put the they, they put the needles in, and then she disappears. Like the dental assistant disappears for like fifteen minutes. I'm like, what the hell's going on? What's going on? Did I, did I fart? What was, what's happening? <laughs> and waiting for it to take. Effect. Yeah, they're waiting for the Novocaine to take effect. Yeah. Dentist comes in, cool guy. Don't remember his name. Don't care. Probably see a different guy next time I go in there. That's, they go through dentists pretty quick okay. there for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, but the dentist comes in and he takes the – they call it an elevator. It's essentially a screwdriver that you would use – it looks like the, you would use to fix your, your your glasses. So he takes the elevator. He goes, all right, you got a little scratch right here. You feel that? I go, yeah. I go, that's pretty good. He goes, you feel any pain there? I go, no, no. He goes, all right, how about here? And he's like scratching the tooth right. to see if there's any sort of sensation. I go, no, I can hear a little bit of no- – we're done. What? Like literally less than less than a minute from the time he first touched the tooth. Literally less than a minute later, the tooth is out, and it's a little baby tooth. Like it's not like a real tooth. Yeah, you know what I mean. Did it have the like the long root on it? Uh, I'll thank you not to discuss my long root. <laughs> your, your, your interest in my, your interest no, there, in my long root reason, is, is, a, is somewhat questionable. When I was a kid, <laughs> when I was a kid, like when my first first couple of teeth fell out, I was always disappointed that it didn't look like it did in the cartoons. Like with you the know, big four, with the four poles, exactly. You know, look, you know like, like a horse with a tooth head. You know, Bugs would disguise himself as a dentist, <laughs> and he'd pull Elmer Fudd's teeth. You know, no. and they'd all have these these huge, massive roots on them. No, and then when you're a kid, your baby teeth they don't have that. They, they start falling out, and you don't have that. But if we want to perpetuate the myth of my massive root, we can. I'm yeah, good with okay. that. All right, we're good. I'm just saying. Dental roots. Well, yeah. No, okay. I actually, I did, I did see the... Uh I did see the, uh, the, the, x-rays. the x-rays. Yeah, the x-rays. I have, I have big teeth. I mean, not Faith Hill big, but big. <laughs> big teeth. No, it's always interesting to see that because you see the roots under the gums. It's like, wow. wow. Yeah. It's like the tip of the iceberg there's, sort of joke. There's at least as much under the gums as is There's exposed. more. There's crazy. more. And it's, yeah. and it's, uh, and like in any other x-ray, if you see dark, that's bad. So are you <laughs> supposed to drink nothing but room temperature water? That's essentially what I've been doing. Yeah, okay. I, can't, I can't really drink. I can't really eat anything right, right now because we're worried about dry socket. Is this guest room temperature water or dressing room temperature water? Uh, it could be mudroom temperature water, but we don't have many mudrooms here in the valley. Those are more common up in, in Flagstaff. Interesting. As long as it's not bathroom temperature water, I think everybody's going to be happy. Good day. By the way, you might want to avoid the uh, the fairgrounds today because it's the traffic in that area is going to be a big pain in the ass. Presidents in town. They're doing the rally tonight. Yeah. So if, yeah, so if you, just if know you don't that. have to be in the area, just avoid the track. It's always bad at McDowell, 19th Avenue, right, and yeah. Grand Avenue. It's a, it's right. a, you know, it's a six pointed intersection anyway. Not so. fun. Yeah. So so today it'll be it'll be that much worse. But keep in mind wise. that the, the roads going to and from that area. Yep. Obviously, there's going to be some security and stuff he, like that. It's going to take yeah. a little bit more time. I mean, he comes to town because this is a big city. And sure. some, sometimes we take for granted that this is a pretty big city. Uh, this weekend, I was in, our, our daughter is working in, in Lynchburg, Virginia. Okay, I love their lemonade. Yeah, it's a lovely name for a town, too, isn't it? That doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't conjure up any negative images. <laughs> no, it's after, named after somebody named Lynch, but um, it's, it's a small place, all right? It's a small town, and but there is an airport there. But I didn't realize how small the airport was. I know it's a small building. There's like one gate. Okay. Yeah. So, but I didn't realize how small it was until we got back to it on Sunday. Okay. We had rented a car. We bring the car back, and the rental parking lot is like 
30 feet from the airport. Which is always nice in a small town. It's great. You stroll right in. Sure. The, the counter is right there within 10 feet to return the rental keys. And then it's about, oh, I would say another 25 yards at the most to where you get checked by TSA. Right, sure. And go to the one gate. Right. So we return the rental car. We drop the keys off at the counter. The guy says, you're good to go. We turn the corner, ready to go in and get checked by TSA. And it's closed. That's how you know it's a small town. It was 4.30 in the afternoon on a Sunday. (laughs) And we're like, we're standing there like completely confused. And there's some other people sitting there kind of laughing. (laughs) And we look at them and I'm like, are they closed? And they're like, they're not open yet. Yeah. And it's like I said, it's 4.30 on Sunday. It means it was either their first flight of the day leaving at six o'clock that night. Or it had been so long in the day since the prior flight, they had time to literally roll down one of those metal great fences. That is insane. Yeah, I've never seen... We're so used to Sky Harbor. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. you go there any time of day and there's TSA working. It, it runs 24 hours a day. Yeah, it's a part-time job, apparently, in Lynchburg, Virginia. It was crazy. Yeah. I never saw anything like that. Seems a little bit like that, yeah. If you were here on Friday... At this time, you heard that couple, James and Sheena, come in, and we played, you know, we sang for them a, a special Valentine's Day song that we had written, and we and we wrote it to the tune of the Beverly Hillbillies theme. The Ballad of Jed Clampett. Yeah. 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 And, I think uh, it's Earl Scruggs, I believe. I think so. I, I'm not exactly sure, but I think you're right. And yeah. uh, so I was, uh, a couple of nights before, just to kind of figure out, okay, how many verses do they actually sing in this song? I went on YouTube and I watched the intro. To the Beverly Hillbillies. And we all know this, right? Yeah, yeah. A story about a man named we all know this like the back of our hand. Right? Yeah, yeah. This is a, a piece of Americana. Yeah. This is Merca. I noticed something crazy, though. You know, in this part, Jed is, is you know, he's with his hound dog and he's shooting and the, the oil starts bubbling up. And right, then sure, yeah. He runs back to the shack once he knows he's got oil and he grabs Granny to show her and that kind of thing. And then it, it encourages them to pack up all their stuff and move to California, right? I, I have a question. Yeah. Are Jed and Granny a couple? No, I think she's his mom, okay. if I'm not mistaken. All right, because they look about the same age. I know. I, I, I was kind of wondering that the other day myself. Um, but then they go, you know, the Beverly Hillbillies, right? And it shows them in the car. Yeah, rolling down. They're, they're rolling down Beverly Hills like yeah. Beverly Drive yeah. in their beautiful truck, whatever that exactly. truck is. Right, yeah. And I noticed Jed, has yeah. this. he's got the same rifle with him, okay? Yeah. And I'll just describe it. And we post this on the KSLX Facebook page so you can look at it. Horrendous gun safety here by Jed Clampett, who should know better. <laughs> he really should know better since he had a, you know, he had to shoot his own food. Right, um, exactly. <laughs> so he's got the, the butt end of the rifle on the he's the passenger Jethro's right. driving. Yeah, he's he's right? driving he's driving in what they call shotgun. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so Jed's sitting there, he's got the butt end on the passenger well floor. Right. All right. The barrel is sort of laying across his right shoulder, am I right? Right, yeah. Okay. And where do you think the muzzle's pointed? It's pointed directly at the person behind him who is elevated because right. they, their their back seat is not the same level as the front seat in right, the yeah. Beverly Hillbillies. It's like a stagecoach, yeah. Yeah. And so behind him are Granny and Ellie May, and that muzzle is pointed right at Ellie May. And and at one of and at one of Ellie May's 
prime assets. Exactly. I, as I was just watching that, I'm like, wow, she really was attractive. It's pointed right at her chest. Yeah. I and mean, that would be a horrible, horrible <laughs> miscarriage of justice that, and terrible gun safety. You're talking about a tragedy waiting to happen there. Hollywood tragedy in I, the Beverly Hills. Yeah. I saw that. I mean, they didn't think about stuff back then, but, you know, they didn't think about that kind of stuff necessarily. But I thought I saw that. I was like, Jed Clampett, you really should know better. That should be in a case, should it not? Yeah. Well, yeah. You shouldn't be just walking around with the barrel. <laughs> You're right. Rule number one. Rule number one of gun safety, always keep the barrel or muzzle pointed in a safe direction. Exactly. Always be pointed in a safe direction. Did, did you see American Sniper? Chris, I did. Chris Kyle story? I did, yes. Okay. One thing that really... Fantastic movie. Yep. I, it was really... I, I, I found it very moving. But sad. Sad movie, but, but fantastic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. One thing that disappointed me in that is that one scene, he's, he's kind of messing around with his wife and he points a gun at her joking around. Right, yeah. And it's not menacing or anything, but I was like, that's a guy who would have known too much about gun safety to do right. that. Yep. And and it wasn't necessary for the movie at all. No. It's a terrible example to have in the movie, too. No, you're so right. It was, it was just, I always thought that was so strange. He knew way more about gun safety than Jed Clampett, too. Well, Jed Clampett should have known better. Never point the gun. <laughs> no. Especially not at Ellie Mae. No, you point it at the food you need to shoot. Yeah, right? I mean, he could have pointed it at Jethro and shot him and nothing would have happened. He would still be just as dumb as a stump. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic Pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Choose. Light, comfy, good to go to.